Never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has. Margaret Mead Earthy Girls is a mother-daughter duo who love the planet and all things green. Raquel is a Dallas-based florist, while Rebecca is a lifelong gardener and artist. Together, they co-create beautiful gift boxes with recycled florals, paper, and wax. Together, they are the Earthy Girls. Hey guys, welcome to another mini episode of the Earthy Girls. I'm Rebecca B., And I am in the podcast studio with you today for this mini episode. Raquel is busy working in the flower barn and I'm up here in the UP. So I hope you enjoyed that episode of the New World Normal that I released last week for your listening pleasure. Raquel and I were honored to be on Debbie's podcast. She is an earthy girl through and through and we absolutely adore her. And I was really proud of Raquel and her courage to speak her truth. You know, it's not always easy being green. Sometimes people politicize what seems to be just good common sense for their greater greed. And that's why I started this podcast so that my daughter and I could have a voice and a platform for us to talk about what we love most, Mother Earth and all things green. And we know you share our passion for our planet, our people, our plants, and our pets. So, today's mini episode is a recap of the AQI and also the RIC code. Now, AQI stands, it's short for Air Quality Index. And yes, we did talk about that, but I'm bringing it back up because I experienced it up here in the UP. And I never thought the air in this beautiful, rugged, remote, pristine Upper Peninsula would be dirtier than in my hometown in North Texas. But yet it was, and it hovered around the 140 to 150 mark. And for the first five days we were here, and those last two days I had some severe headaches and my eyes could not stop watering. I was on a podcast discovery call with Dr. J and I had to keep getting off the Zoom call to wipe my eyes and blow my nose. And anyways, it's a real, the struggle is real. So we are roughly an hour by land from the Canadian border. And those winds were dragging those tiny particulates to the UP and to me. So like we mentioned on the podcast, if you have an iPhone, the weather app is already downloaded and all you have to do is go check your weather and usually it'll say right above even the forecast, it'll say, you know, AQI warning and it'll give you the number. So that's very, very easy for you. Uh, You can check that to know if it's safe for you or your family to be outdoors. And if you have an infant or an elderly person in your family, please make sure that that AQI is well under 50. Now to help prep us for our Plastic Free July Challenge, let's go over the must-knows about the Resin Identification Coding System, or RIC for short. In 1988, the U.S. Society of the Plastics Industry first introduced it as a voluntary plastic container coating system. 
to provide a consistent means to facilitate recycling of post-consumer plastics. So yes, lots of three-syllable words there. Now let's break that down. By using a number coding system beginning with a one and going all the way to number seven. So these codes are not they're not exact, they're not tried and true identifiers of a plastic's recyclability, but they are a very good beginning point. And I wanted to bring that up as a way for you to, you know, have an awareness of your use and what the numbers are. And then so you can use your ability, your purchasing power to say no. So let's run down that list. And I'm reading from Wikipedia as my source right now, but I did double check several other sources. So let's go on to number one. What does number one stand for? And you'll see that little, that little triangle and the number will be right in the middle of it. So number one, and then sometimes you'll just see number one or sometimes you'll actually see PET. So polyester fibers, um, soft drink bottles, tote bags, furniture, carpeting, paneling, new food containers, which mean like sometimes you'll see uh, on your plastic, this was previously recycled. So yes, number one generally can be picked up through most curbside recycling programs. So number one, if you're going to choose a plastic, try to choose number one or number two, which you'll see the triangle, the number two will be in the center of it, or you may see HDPE, high density polythylene. So what are the, what is HD polythylene? Bottles, grocery bags, milk jugs, recycling bins, playground equipment, and plastic lumber. And once again, this will generally be picked up through your curbside recycling although sometimes they will only take bottles. Number three, this is where we can get into a little bit of trouble. This stands for PVC. So don't worry about some of this stuff unless you are a construction worker. You know, window profiling, siding, fencing, flooring, shower curtains, lawn chairs, but, but here is where we can make a difference. It's also children's toys. So children's toys will be a number three. So these, number three, it has too long of a life. It cannot be recycled in volume. And basically this is going to be a forever plastic. Now moving on to number four, which you'll see the four in the center of the triangle, or you may not, you may just see LDPE or PE slash LD. So this is once again, a low density polythylene. Uh, this includes, and this is where we can make a huge difference. You guys take a listen, plastic bags, our beer, six pack rings, or when we buy Cokes, you know, they have the plastic six pack rings, you know, various containers, like, you know, anything that comes from our washing uh, tubing, don't worry about laboratory equipment. Most of us aren't going to have that in our recycling bin. But anyways, LDPE is not recycled through curbside programs. And it is a significant source of our plastic pollution. Significant. But some of it can be recycled at a store. So call ahead to make sure. Number five, look for the number five in the center of the triangle or look for a PPE auto parts, industrial fibers, but here's where we come into play, food containers and our dishware. So most of this can be picked up through curbside recycling, but remember, consider this, this is a number five, so you would think, oh, it can't be, but some can. 
And this is where you can make a difference. Choose to bring your own to-go food containers when you're going to the restaurant and you know you're not going to eat it all. Bring your own container. Number six, PS, polystyrene. So this includes anything from your desk accessories, cafeteria trays, plastic utensils. There's where you can make a difference right there. Say no to plastic utensils, coffee cup lids, toys, video cassettes, packaging peanuts. Another way that you can make a difference is when you're ordering something on Amazon, and you know you will, check and see how they package it. Check and see with the person who you are buying it from. If it's a small business, you can give them a call. Hey, how are y'all going to package that? Do y'all have some shredded paper you can package that in instead of those peanuts? The packaging peanuts are going to be a forever plastic and these are not recycled through curbside and guess what they're burned because it's cheaper to burn it they incinerate it and it goes up into our air and then once again that's going to affect guess what our AQI so number seven this is where it gets really scary it says just other so other you know if you look for see the seven or you'll just say other if they don't have the triangle that means it's a combination of plastics and it could be anything from acrylic, nylon, polycarbonate, bioplastics, polylactic acid, and then also multi-layer combination of all these different plastics. And this includes bottles, okay? So bottles, plastic lumber applications, your headlight lenses and safety glasses, safety goggles, who knew? So these are not recycled. Once again, they are forever plastics. So. I hope this helps you understand the RIC code and how it can be used as a tool to help guide you when you are faced with a choice. Remember, it's your choice to use less plastic because guess what? Even if it can be recycled, that does not mean it will be. If a mass producer is faced with the choice of how much money it will cost to recycle and if it affects their bottom line, most likely they will not pay to recycle it. And we still do not have any additional new data anything past 2018, which at that time states that only 8.5% of our plastic is being recycled. Some people say it's five to seven, but I'm using uh, information from uh, Wikipedia and I'll enclose, include that link as well as a link to the EPA at the bottom of the show notes. So I hope this helps. Um, next week, Raquel will be in the podcast studio with me and we are going to talk about our Plastic Free July Challenge and what we are going to do. And we urge you to join with us and let us know. Hit us up on Instagram at earthygirl.co or leave us a message at the bottom of this podcast. We would love to hear if you're going to participate and what you're going to do. So until then, y'all stay earthy. Bye. The Earthy Girls are here to inform, encourage, and inspire you to take that one small step for our planet. If you like this podcast, leave us a review. If you love it, download it and share it with a friend. And leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And y'all stay earthy.